0: The How Is This Movie podcast is supported by listeners just like you. Go to patreon.com slash movie. There you can pledge as little as a dollar a month and help us maintain the goal of keeping this show fully independent and free of advertising. You will also gain instant access to bonus episodes not available anywhere else. Once again, that's patreon.com slash movie. And now... For our featured presentation
1: hello everyone and welcome to how is this movie my name is dana buckler and thank you for taking just a little time out of your day to listen be sure to follow us on twitter and instagram at how is this movie you can like us on facebook at facebook.com slash how is this movie you can always email me with questions or comments at podcast at gmail.com and finally if you're enjoying the show please take a moment and leave a review on whatever platform you use to listen Now, this is a little bonus episode. I had no intentions of doing this episode until today. You see, by this point, some of you might begin to think that I make up some of these theater stories. There is no way it's humanly possible that I, Dana Buckler, could have such a run of bad luck going to the movies. Until today, even I began to think that maybe your run of bad luck is over. Maybe it's time to calm things down a little bit. Maybe it's time to stop getting so worked up if somebody's texting or talking on the phone at the movie theater. Maybe it's time to just relax and go with the flow. Well, today was supposed to be a glorious day. I have the day off from work. I was eagerly anticipating going to see Christopher Nolan's new film, Dunkirk. It's something that I've been talking to my coworkers about all week. I was telling them how much I was looking forward to this movie. A few days ago, I purchased two tickets to the 11.15 Sunday morning showing in IMAX. And in case you're wondering, yes, I was going to the movie by myself, but I bought two tickets in the Tuesday so that no one could sit next to me. Please don't judge me. But seeing this movie today wasn't just for pleasure, it was also business. You see, later on today, I was supposed to do a guest spot on the fantastic film review podcast, In Session Film. Now, if you're not familiar with In Session Film, the hosts, JD and Brendan, do a fantastic job breaking films down and giving excellent analysis on the movies they're talking about. Last year, I did a guest spot on their show where we covered the movie Sing Street. My appearance today on In Session Film was planned months ago. And I was really looking forward to it. So let's take a look at the events that transpired today. I woke up this morning, 7.30, had my coffee, went to the grocery store, watched episode four of season three of Fargo, which I'm telling you right now is among some of the best television I've seen in years. I can't recommend Fargo season three enough. At 10.30, I got into my Volkswagen, made the trip to the movie theater. Being that it was an 11.15 showing on a Sunday morning, when I arrived, the theater parking lot was sparsely populated. I began to make my way into the theater. Now, at the time, there couldn't have been more than 50 people there, tops. When I walked up to the lady who was going to scan my phone for the tickets, she said, okay, you have seats I-17 and I-18? She looked a little puzzled. She said, uh, sir, where's the other member of your party? <laughs> I just smiled and said, oh, no, no, it's just me. She said, well, you, you, you've got two seats. I said, I know. I pointed to the left of the theater and said, I'm that way, right? She just kind of shook her head, and I proceeded to my auditorium. Now, when I walked into the IMAX auditorium, I would say it was 50% full. And I made my way up the stairs along the rows of toosies and found my seats. Plural. I took a picture of the seats, too, and posted it on Twitter. Just to let everyone know that I had made it to the theater and I was ready to watch Dunkirk. You see, my theory is this. If you're going to pay IMAX prices when you can have conventional theater ticket prices for a showing that's going on at the same time, this means that you want to see the movie the best way possible. This also means that there's a 99% chance that you're not going to be an asshole inside the theater. Well, my theory was almost correct today. The trailer's played with no problem. No loud talking, no texting, no one being disruptive. My mind was really at ease. This, of of course, changed 10 minutes after the movie started when a couple walked in. Now, I don't know about you, but when I'm going to see a big, high-profile film... Well, actually, I I don't know if I'm actually probably a good example of this because I to show up 45 minutes before the movie starts, but that's just me. But what I'm trying to say is that if I'm going to go see a big high-profile film, and it looks like I'm going to miss the first 10 minutes of it, more specifically, I'm going to miss the first 10 minutes of a Christopher Nolan-directed film, well, I'm going to bite the bullet and go see another showing That's happening later on. I say this because, like I said, 10 minutes into the movie, this couple walks in, and this particular IMAX theater has assigned seating. And to be fair, the lights are low, so it can be kind of hard to figure out where your seats are. I know this because the couple couldn't find where their seats were. They walked past me at least five times up and down the stairs. I heard the lady saying to her, her husband or boyfriend, whoever, she kept saying, I think these are the seats. And he would argue, no, those aren't the seats. Now, it took everything I had. To be quiet. It took everything I had for me not to yell out, Look, this theater is only 50% full. No one's going to care where you sit. Just pick a seat. But I chose to stay quiet. And I have to be honest with you. Felt kind of good. Felt great, actually. Not to say anything. The problem just resolved itself. You know, I've said in previous episodes that somebody has to do something. Somebody has to right the wrongs when people ignore theater etiquette. But perhaps... Maybe it's my turn to pass the baton on to someone else. Maybe that's a story for another podcast. Anyway, as for the movie itself, Dunkirk, I'm going to keep this 100% spoiler free because the film has just opened. I'm telling you from the first minute the movie opens, there's an immediate sense of tension and urgency and the music, oh my God, the music is its own character in the film. Excellent, excellent musical score. Oh, but you know what? I'm leaving out one crucial detail of my review of Dunkirk. Because my review only covers the first 40 minutes of the movie. You see, exactly 40 minutes into the film, this happened. Attention.
0: Attention. All occupants walk to the nearest stairway exit.
1: And walk down to your assigned re-entry floor or main lobby. Do not use the elevator. Now what you're hearing is not part of the movie. There's a scene in the movie when Tom Hardy is in a fighter plane and he's getting ready to do something that looks like it's going to be very interesting. And just like that, the screen goes dark, the lights go up, and that alarm starts going off. Now, initially, everybody just sort of turned around and looked at each other. There was a voice over the loudspeaker that kept repeating the same thing over and over again. There's an emergency in the theater. Please evacuate the building. Do not use the elevator. This had to have been a recording since this particular theater doesn't have an elevator. Now, I'm going to be completely honest with you. For a moment, I got a little nervous. Because, you know, movie theaters don't run fire drills with paying customers in it. And I live in Florida, and this particular summer we have been inundated with torrential rain and thunderstorms practically every day. So my first thought was, oh my, maybe the theater got struck by lightning, and perhaps, maybe, a fire has broken out. I refused to think it was going to be anything worse than that. Look, I live in America, and I know what has happened in different movie theaters, but my mind wasn't going there. Everybody in my theater was surprisingly calm. I got up from my seat, pulled my phone out, and I shot a few seconds of video, which is up on my Twitter page. Now, some people went out the emergency exit in the theater. I didn't. I decided to go out the regular door, and when I got into the hallway, there were hundreds of people there. Now, the alarm was still going off, and everybody was sort of just looking at each other, kind of like they were going to take a cue from someone else, seeing what somebody else was going to do before they act. I, of course, was there by myself, so I just kind of stood there, taking it all in. Then... Somebody yelled out, and I mean yelled out, everyone get out of the theater right now. That was more than a little startling. And thankfully, the theater that I was in was right next to the exit doors, so I was out. Now, I briskly walked away from the theater. Now, remember when I told you that when I arrived, the parking lot was sparsely populated? Well, by this point, it was after 12 p.m., and the theater parking lot was just full of cars. And it was just full of people. Everyone was just standing in the parking lot. I mean, if you wanted to get in your car and drive away, it would have been impossible. So at this point, I really have no idea what's going on. Now, as a precaution... I began to text a few friends and some family members and tell them, Hey, look, we've all been evacuated from this movie theater. I'm not sure what's going on, but I want everyone to know that I'm okay. And since I couldn't just get in my car and drive away, I decided to just kind of hang out and see what was going on. Now, within about five minutes, three fire trucks showed up and a Brinks armored truck. heard a few people kind of joke that, well, they've got to get the money out of there before the place burns down. Now, it was at that point that the manager came out and started to address the crowd. She told everyone that somebody had pulled the fire alarm in the theater and that that forced a mandatory evacuation. She also said not to worry because as soon as the firefighters do their sweep of the theater, they're going to let everyone back in. And... Good news, everyone's movie will start back up where it stopped. She said the whole process would take about 10 minutes, and they'll start letting people back into the theater. At this point, I walked towards my car, sat on the hood, and began to text everyone back and tell them, Hey, look, I'm okay. Somebody just pulled the fire alarm. Everything's good. They're going to let us back into the theater. I, of course, was texting the guys over at the In Session Film Podcast saying, Hey, looks like there's been a bit of a snag, but everything's okay. Looking forward to being on the show tonight. I was sitting there on the hood of my car, texting away, oblivious to everyone else, when some guy, probably in his 50s, came up and decided to sit on the hood of my car next to me. I shit you not. I looked at him and said, can I help you? He said, what? I said, why are you sitting on the hood of my car? He goes, oh, 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 this is your car. Sorry, man, I just thought you were sitting on a random vehicle. Thought I would join you. I did not follow up with a response. After about 10 minutes, the theater opened back up and we all began to usher ourselves back inside the theater. I'll have to admit this was one of the more surreal experiences that I've been through at this particular movie theater. I'll admit, I was genuinely curious about whether or not they were going to restart my movie from the beginning, or if they were going to actually be able to start it exactly where Tom Hardy was in that plane. Thankfully, I had nothing else planned for that afternoon, since my spot on In Session Film wasn't until 8 p.m. tonight, so if they are going to restart it, I was good either way. I made my way back into the IMAX auditorium, started heading up the stairs, I just sat in my seat, and this happened. Attention.
0: Attention. Attention. All
1: occupants walk to the nearest stairway exit. and walk down to your assigned re-entry floor or main lobby. Do not use the elevator. Yep, the alarm went off again. Same voice coming over the loudspeaker, telling everyone, there was an emergency, please evacuate the building. A collective groan went out across the theater. This time, however, nobody was leaving their seats. And you know, I sat there for maybe a minute or two pondering what my next move was. I decided at the very least to go back into the lobby. I mean, they're not going to start the movie as long as the alarms are going off. And maybe when the fire alarm shuts off, I will head back into the theater. I sat down on a bench in the lobby and waited and waited and waited. But the alarm never turned off. But this time, they weren't telling us to leave. In fact, they were letting people buy tickets to come into the theater. Mind you, this lobby has got a few hundred people in it now, and they're letting people into the theater. They're selling tickets, and they were selling concessions. There were these big lines for the concessions, and they're letting people in. There's a fire alarm going off. I mean, honestly. Then I started to notice a line, a line at the information help desk. It had to have at least 100 people in it. Now, again, I just sat on the bench and did some serious people-watching. And that's when I came to a few realizations. First, this particular movie theater was overwhelmed and the staff had no idea what to do. You have a fire alarm going off and yet you continue to let people purchase tickets and buy concessions. While at the same time, you have hundreds of people that have already been through the experience of being evacuated from the theater and we're realizing that you guys don't have your shit together and they're starting to demand their money back. The second realization and probably the one that was the hardest for me to accept, was that this was all my fault. Now, I don't mean I pulled the fire alarm. I didn't do that at all. But I am truly cursed when it comes to going to the movies. Sure, (laughs) I laugh and joke about it and tell you all these funny stories about interesting, funny things that have happened to me time and time again at the movie theater. But this time, it affected everyone, not just me. So maybe it's time for me to just hang it up for good. Maybe I should never go to the movies again. Well, I'm going to give it at least one more try because after 20 minutes of sitting out in the lobby, it was clear to me that they were going to shut the theater down. They stopped selling tickets, they closed the concession lines, and the manager came up and started yelling to everyone in the crowd to keep your ticket stubs. They'll be good for any show when you return. Now this is when I got off the bench and walked up to the manager and very politely, mind you, because she was dealing with a lot of nonsense, said, excuse me, I have two tickets on my phone will that work she smiled and said absolutely you come back anytime just don't delete the tickets off your phone you'll be good so at 1 p.m today I headed back to my car having seen 40 minutes of probably what was one of the better films I've seen all year and I had to make a tough call and let the guys or the in-session film know I wasn't going to be able to do the podcast episode tonight and I'm really really bummed out about that I have to say, the guys over at In Session were super gracious about me having to back out at the last minute, and we're going to do an episode on a movie sometime in September or October. Now, very important, they're still doing their episode on Dunkirk, so I strongly, strongly recommend that you check it out. There is a link in the podcast of this episode's show notes. As for me, well, I've decided the only thing that I could do today was to come to my little studio and tell you all about what happened today. If there was ever any doubt that I have the worst luck when it comes to going to the movies, then this experience should clear up any of that doubt. Now, tomorrow, I'm going to attempt to go see Dunkirk and IMAX again. I'm not sure what's going to happen, but I will say this. When I arrive at the theater tomorrow and present my phone that has two tickets to an IMAX showing from today, and they happen to say, I'm sorry, these are no good, I will smile, say thank you, exit the theater immediately because it's becoming more and more clear to me that the universe is trying to tell me, don't go to the movies. My name is Dana Buckler, and thank you so much for listening.
0: The How is This Movie podcast is produced by Dana Buckler for Hidden Productions, located in Ocala, Florida. Please follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at How Is This Movie, like our Facebook page at Facebook.com/slash How Is This Movie. Of course, you can always email the show with questions or comments at HITM podcast at gmail.com. And finally, to become a monthly supporter of this podcast and gain instant access to bonus episodes not available anywhere else, go to Patreon.com/slash How Is This Movie. Find all the links to our social media in this episode's show notes.